Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Straight into it, really? Is it all business? <laughs> it's all business. It's all business. Me, baby. Uh, it's everyone's favorite, Lore Bay, Ethan. Uh, I'm joined today with my good friend. Everybody's fourth favorite, Lore Bay, <laughs> Peter. After uh, Screamer and Ice. Namdi. Nam- yeah. Nam- oh, yeah. If we, if, we, if we count Namdi, then I'm number two. Damn know? it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, so... What it do, Ethan? Yeah, we're here again. JB couldn't be here again. He's still in jail. Yeah, still in jail, believe it or not. You know. Uh, even after the whole breakout and everything. Uh, yeah, and he, they found him right away. Yeah. I can't believe it. We had such a good idea. Yeah, of hiding inside the jail to yeah. get away from them. To record a podcast in there. Like, last place they ever looked exactly. was totally the first place they looked. It was actually the first place It, it was looked, yeah. seconds after we stopped recording last time, yeah. Jamie was back in jail. Yeah, that's it. I mean, Turn, turns out taking your pants off at a playground still illegal. Still illegal. I thought it was 2018. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, I gotta add a P to the LGBT. Yeah. For pedo. Yeah. And or pants. And or and no pants. And no pants. Yeah. Okay. My stupid cat's sitting on the fucking table, and she might cause a ruckus at some point. But I will do my best no, to stop her. Or so maybe true. she'll just lie down and yeah. loaf up. She's too cute to do anything cat loaf. wrong. Cat loaf. All right. Well, she doesn't listen. <laughs> Don't buy a cat if you want to. Yeah. Pet that takes directions. Well, she absorbs sound, so she's fine on the table. She does, yeah, actually. You want to just like sit. Oh, 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 oh. Is she going to do it? Is she going to do it? Is she going to do it? Everyone at home is, Everyone at is home waiting is... with bated breath. Yeah. And she's, she's doing this weird thing where she's like three quarters laid down, but she's just hovering ever so slightly. Yeah, off she, won't the table. Put her, she won't tuck her hands under her, she, under herself. Like she, she looks laid down, but if you get real close, uh, her belly's not actually touching the table. No. It's great. Why? I don't know. Why are animals like this? Your cat's weird. Doesn't meow either. Well, she just, when she does this, it's gross. Uh, That's why her name is Screamer. Exactly. So screamy. And she's so tiny. Uh, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, lore boys. Lore boys. My name's Peter O'Donoghue. I am a lore boy, too. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. We're ta- uh, Jamie couldn't be here. That's what we were saying. In jail. In right. Jail. We went through this. Uh, yeah. Is he editing? Do we have to sh- shriek at him uh, yeah, for, we'll, the, for the raw audio? We'll, we'll leave him some fun editors notes, <laughs> okay, I'm sure. Okay, yeah. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Magic the Gathering. Really? And for all the, the diehards at home, uh, cut me some slack. I've only been playing since Origins, which I'll explain what Origins is I don't know what that a little means. Bit. It's basically... Um, okay, well, let's let's start from the top because a lot of people probably don't know what, what Magic the Gathering is. or They probably have just seen like big, fat, sweaty neckbeards yeah. gathered en masse to do this thing <laughs> called Magic the Gathering. It's not a ritual. <laughs> yeah. Well, some might say. I mean, yeah. scientists haven't really agreed uh, on whether or not it's a ritual yet. Anthropolo- anthropologists who, <laughs> who, have, who have been embedded in Magic the Gathering groups for, for decades yeah, exactly. are, are not yet completed their PhDs. So, um, It's a trading card game. So it involves paper cards. Um, uh, it involves playing those cards, 
build up your forces and defeat your enemies. For some people, it might be more familiar, like Yu-Gi-Oh. Yep. Like uh, Pokemon Well, uh, so I've played both. Yu-Gi-Oh and Magic? No, no, Magic and Pokemon. And Pokemon cards. No, I've played Magic precisely once. Okay. And then Pokemon, I... I have the Game Boy Color game, so I know how the card game works. So they have very similar mechanics, Pokemon being more cash for Fiducy casuals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Magic is... And children, who are the filthiest of casuals. Magic is, like, the be-all, end-all, most complicated card game. Like, there, there's, like... Oh, well, you guys have, like, physical moves you have to do, right? You have to tap a card, no. don't you? No, 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 no. No? No, not in any... Uh, not any main sets. Maybe the set Unchained, which is basically just like, oh, the craziest cards. Well, that's the meme cards. I, I mean, some older... Actually, that's not true. Some older cards did have those mechanics. There was a card called Chaos Orb, where you uh, you hold it at least a foot above the playing table. Yeah. And then you just, like, you flip it. It has to flip at least one time. And whatever cards it lands on, you remove those from the game permanently. Okay. So they're just, like, they're gone. Okay. Uh, there's a bunch... Of, there's, like, so many different rules and mechanics to... Uh, Magic the Gathering that I've played a lot now and there's still times where it's like you get these super complex, super non-intuitive interactions between cards and you actually have to like go look up rules and okay. it's like rule 711.1c is the rule on like, like double face cards. It's like a legal document? No, it's it straight up is and like yeah. the wiki the Magicopedia is just like filled with you know these these rules basically uh and it's a lot more fun than i just made it sound <laughs> so magic the gathering has a pretty intense uh story world universe setup it's by the creators of dungeons and dragons so there's really yeah wizards of the coast does oh dungeons i thought you meant like uh fucking lord gygax himself his self uh the fa- lord gygax founded the company which founded uh this and this was founded by um magic the gathering was invented the guy's name was Garfield. I think his first name was Richard, uh, but he was a cat. He really loved lasagna. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, that's what uh, he did. After John died, yeah, exactly. he took it pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, he took yeah. it pretty hard. He got a little crazy, and he made this really complex card game, basically. Um, uh, in Magic, there's the multiverse system, kind of like in Marvel, where there's a bunch of like similar worlds. Okay. Uh, is, is it the planes? Yeah, they're called planes. Right. Okay. So um, I'm, 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 again... I guess I, I, it always betrays me that like my nerd cred is for things no one knows about. Yeah, like, it's like God, I love it's like good nerd. Cred, I God, though. God, I love Mech Warrior yeah. and BattleTech. Ask me about fucking the Davion and the fucking Katrina, Katrina Steiner and Victor yeah. Davion. <laughs> Let's talk about them. Yeah. And then then fucking the daughters of Kerensky. Yeah, that's, yeah. Some, that's some hype shit. Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm like, the, I play Overwatch and League of Legends. The, the, <laughs> the clan invasion, babe. And then it's like I'm. Like tangentially aware of Overwatch yeah, and like yeah. tangentially aware of League and tangentially aware of Magic. Yeah. So I like heard these words, duels of the planeswalkers. Duels like of that's the planeswalkers. that's what you play as, right? Like you play as a planeswalker. You take yeah. on the role of a planeswalker. So there are when you shuffle your cards. It's called Magic. Right. The Gathering. Right. Uh, and turns out there's a lot of people that can do magic in this oh, multiverse. This okay. multiverse is known as Dominia. Okay. Um. The most powerful of these magic users are called planeswalkers. Right. And they can basically uh, travel between planes at will. And that's the player. That's the player, and there's card types. So Uh. there's a lot of the story, and in story, you basically summon an ally to Uh. help you fight. Uh, And anytime you're playing and you cast a creature spell, you're summoning a creature from another plane to come fight another planeswalker for you. Is basically 
how the the game mechanics work canonically. Okay, that's kind of how you can have monsters that are that wouldn't fit. Would look kind of like savage beasts, yeah, and also like elves and dwarves and yeah. Uh, um, elves and there's, dwarves. There's there's oh. the there's the I know Alexi there's built the, a yeah, white El- deck and it's it's Eldrazi. Eldrazi, yeah, those is like, like the Cthulian horrors. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah uh, exactly. And there's some really cool ones. I almost uh, I basically. I was, like, thinking, I was, like, oh, maybe I can pick, like, a couple stories to do on Magic the Gathering, but, like, it's, like, dense enough that I was, like, I got one story, I was, like, wow, I have more than enough okay. material. So, I was thinking about doing the Eldrazi, which is some really cool storylines. Okay, so you're back on the Squid Folk. Uh, no, I'm not doing it, but I, oh, I was no. thinking about doing that oh, one. okay. I was thinking about doing the current set slash block, which is called, uh, it, the current plane is called Ixalan. Okay. Which is, like, there's dinosaurs, there's vampires... There's merfolk, which are like merlocks. Yeah. Um, Is it not mermaids? No, they're more like fish people. Oh, okay. They're like actually like fully fish So they're not people. sexy mermaids and mermen? And mermen? No. Okay. Uh, they're unsexy mermaids and, it's and mermen. It's this plane. It's like um, when um, the Spaniards first came to South America. Right. So it's like all jungles and like conquistadors. And there's this ancient city of gold, El Dorado, basically. Nice. Uh but this is, like, one of the only planes that when a planeswalker travels to it, they can't leave. Oh. And it's like, ooh, why is that happening? So if we do another Magic Gathering episode, there's a good chance that I'll, I'll touch on that one or the Eldrazi, like I said. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing another story called The Brothers' War, uh, which takes place much, much before uh, when the current sets came out. So I said I, said I started playing at Origins earlier. Right. So uh, four times a year... Uh, Wizards of the Coast will release new cards for Magic the Gathering. Okay. And they release them in what are called sets. Right. And each set has a theme. So the current plane that we're on uh, with the last two sets... Jungle dinosaur shit. Jungle dinosaur shit. Nice. Is... uh, I mean, you get... Sets come out in twos, which are called blocks. So the current block is the Ixalan block. Okay. Everything happens on Ixalan. Yeah. Before this, it was a place called Amonket, which was a... um, ancient egyptian uh where literally the gods were like manifest and people like met their gods and they had this really fucked up thing where people would fight to the death to get to the end of all these trials to be the one who gets killed by their god and gets to like go to the afterlife with them kind of thing okay Uh, and then this other this super powerful planeswalker comes in basically corrupts all the gods and just like sucks all the life out of the realm uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's he's a dra- he's a dragon planeswalker named Nicol Bolas, and he's a pretty cool guy too. That was oh. another story that I considered doing, uh, but didn't do. No, you didn't want you didn't want the fucking interdimensional dragon versus the Egyptian gods. You're just like that's not interesting. It's really cool, but it's it's really current too. Oh, okay. it was like less than a year ago, oh, okay. about a year ago. The, okay. the first of this set came out. Uh, so when I said I was doing Origins, it was basically there's a a group of when the Eldrazi. Uh, we're becoming a real problem in a lot of different planes. They're kind of going plane to plane, taking over things. Okay. This group of planeswalkers formed a coalition called uh, the Gatewatch. And Origins basically told all of their origin stories. So there was uh, Gideon Jura, Jace Bellerin, Chandra Nalar, Liliana Vess, and uh, Nissa uh, Ravain. Uh, so just these five planeswalkers. Okay. You don't have to know who they are, but anytime uh, you have a planeswalker, one of these super powerful wizards that can travel between dimensions, right? They have what's called a spark, and it takes some traumatic event to actually trigger that spark to make them into a, a planeswalker. So you're you're a wizard and you're born with this thing, but you need something like you need significant, yeah, okay. yeah, to actually let you planeswalk. So uh, okay. basically, just 
Origins told the story of how all these uh, Moonwalker, moon, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all these different um, Doctor, Michael Jackson's Doctor got, Who's got Michael played. Jackson's got plenty of trauma. He's a he's a he's a planeswalker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all these all these quantum leapers. I this just got to summon some fat dinosaurs. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine um, if he was a planeswalker and he was just like materializes the jungle and like starts <laughs> fucking summoning dinosaurs oh, to wow. fight you. Look at those dinosaurs, Blanket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a pet monkey. It's like one of those like tiny little feathered raptors just yeah, like yeah. sitting there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, they have cat monkeys in Magic the Gathering uh, from two sets ago. Oh. The Kaladesh block. Uh, or two blocks ago, sorry. The Kaladesh block, there was a, they're called Bandars and they're like monkeys but they have like little kitty faces. Um, so the brothers were so two of the most famous planeswalkers to have ever lived uh, were brothers. Oh. They were born in the plane uh, Dominaria, which is the central plane. So there, there is like a map of the multiverse. Okay. Uh, and this one's like right in the middle connected to the most planes. Uh, so two brothers in the center of the uh, Mech Warrior universe. Uh, multiverse. In the inner sphere, yeah. In the inner sphere. Uh, we have Urza. Okay. Was born on the first day of the year zero AR. Which is after? Uh, no, it's not. It's like uh, something. Altel Regalia. Oh, Those I are two dumb fantasy sound Ar- words. Argivian reckoning. I was pretty close. Uh, I made up two fake words too. Now I. Will... I need a writer's credit. <laughs> I will say full disclosure. Yes. Um, it, he's born on the year zero, mm-hmm. and it it that fact is related to his birth. Okay. And it is not something we will cover in today's episode. <laughs> Very okay. Fine. Uh, there's a there's a lot of lore. Lore Boys uh, Khmer Rouge. Paul Pot resets the calendar in Cambodia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm mentioning that, so uh, if anyone out there is, like, really curious uh, by the end of the episode, or if they're really curious now, make a note to look it up because it won't come up by the end of the episode. Or maybe we'll cover it on a later episode. You should just subscribe and follow all this shit. <laughs> he was born uh, to a noble family of Argive, so Argivian Reckoning. Uh, oh, He's okay. Argivian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the three coastal kingdoms of Terrissier. So Are they human? Yeah, they're humans. Oh, okay. So is Argivia or the Argivians is is this a country? The, uh, the Argivians a kingdom are a caste. It seems like uh, no, sorry, it's a kingdom of Terrasier, which is a continent. Okay, so the, it is a kingdom. Okay, uh, his younger brother Mishra was born on the last day of the same year. So we have two brothers: one born the first day of the year zero AR, his younger brother born on the last day of that same year. How? It's twelve months, Peter. There, nine months to make a baby. Yeah, you can't be. Pregante with two babies. Peter, work this one out. <laughs> you said the last day, first day of the same year. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's because he was conceived in March. Exactly. And of, then born in January. Negative one AR. And then, exactly. <laughs> Never mind. You know what? We're there. We got there, yeah. folks. Yeah, Peter just finished work in his defense. So. Yeah. Uh, I, fin- I finished work finished and work a work party. Down two, down two pints and had a shot and then made his yeah, way then made to my, his own apartment and then I, I was and, waiting. And then I was just like, I got to... <laughs> I told my boss and then the birthday girl... Um, Amanda, hello, happy birthday, Amanda. Um, she was just like, "Oh, you're leaving. What are you doing?" I was yeah. like, "I have to go home and continue working." Yeah, yeah. But this time it's on something I care about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I'm, I'm just going to work yeah. all the time. You like you run into the bar, you order like two pints and a shot, and like you just start chugging that's the a, pints. Dude, that's and exactly. the birthday girl's right beside you. She's like, "Hey, Peter, you're like, happy birthday. I got to go record a podcast." Well, well that's that's not. <laughs> 
it's slightly more dramatic yeah but pretty much exactly what i did it's i always canon i walked in and the waitress was already at our reserve table uh, and i was like hey can i get two pints and a shot and, and then i was like what's amanda drinking she's like tequila i was like give me jamie and tequila and they're like jamie okay and, and my bill and then two <laughs> my points and i want to pay right away exactly so she brings me my drinks and i'm just like i sit down next to her she's having a conversation with her like with another one of our colleagues yeah. and she's and i'm just like yo clink clink Click, click, click. Yeah. It's like, yeah, happy birthday. Slam the shot. And then I just like wander around, say hi to everybody else, kill all my beers. And That's then it. It, like. You make sure everybody saw you at some point, hey, And then you just ghost. Yeah. They deserve it. Yeah, all right. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> and then we like hug out, joked around, and I just like finished my drinks, paid, and I hit it. I That was an <laughs> I know. Uh, so we have two brothers uh, Urza and Mishra. Yeah. Urza the elder, Mishra the younger. All right. Uh, Urza's mother died while he was a child. Oh. So his father married another member of the aristocracy. Right. Uh, this woman treated Urza and Mishra with indifference at best and contempt at worst. Mm. Uh, in 10 AR, their father, so they're 10 years old. Yep. Uh, their father fell ill, so he sent them away to his old friend Tokasia to serve as students at her archaeological dig. So, uh, mother dies when they're very young. Yep. Uh, stepmom is a mean bitch. Yep. Uh, father gets ill. He's like, I can't fucking deal with kids. So, he literally just sends them away. Yep. Go so, dig up bones. Go dig up bones or shit. I don't know. Yo, if my dad got sick and sent me to an archaeological dig, I'd be fucking thrilled. Yeah, no. That's... I'd be very sad my dad was sick. Yeah. But, like... And maybe you never see him again. Who knows? Bi- fucking old vases? <laughs> yeah. Come on. At least I don't get to deal with that fucking stepmom anymore. Bitch stepmom. Fucking hate you, Tracy. My uh, stepmom's Tammy, but I don't hate her. No. Well, Tammy, you're okay. <laughs> Tammy's just fine. Tammy, we know you're listening. Lower boys canon. You're okay. <laughs> Tammy, Tammy's just fine. Lower boys canon. <laughs> uh, uh, so under Tokesia's guidance, the two brothers learned a large amount about the manufacture of artifacts from the, the archaeological excavations of the ancient ruins of the Thran, the mysterious civilization that ruined Terrassier thousands of years prior. Okay. So they... We're just like, whoa, I heard there was this ancient civilization that had magical powers. Let's dig up some magic bones. And then they found some magic bones, and presumably this leads to them becoming planeswalkers? Uh, okay, they're born with the spark. Oh, shit, that's true. They're right. born with the spark, right. and this path that I've set us upon, I didn't mean to do this, but I've set us upon this irreversible path Okay. where these guys are going to undergo some great event that is going to tra- transform them into, right. into planeswalkers. Right, right. Is, it, is it an archaeological cave-in? Uh, no. Damn. But hey, good guess. All right. Any more guesses? Does their dad die and their mom takes over and then tries to have dead. them killed? Oh, their stepmom. Their stepmom. No, that's not what happened. Really? This, we're done. There's no more mention of the father when, in this podcast. Really? I don't know what happened to him after he... "Quote unquote," fell ill. He got sick. I was giving you grief about yeah. Uh, you just punching your table. pop filter. I, just, I punched it into my microphone. So enjoy that, listeners and Jamie. I guess. I guess uh, so. Editing. Yeah. <laughs> the Thran were an ancient people who lived in Dominaria thousands of years before Urza and Mishra. Good. And spent their time building intricately carved machines. Ancient robots. Are you fucking ancient right. robots? I got. I got half a beer. Okay. Confirm this. I'm confirm this. This is this is the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this. Okay, I'll finish mine. Okay, we're gonna finish our beers. Yeah. Because of ancient, ancient robot. Everyone listening at home, hang on. We need absolute silence to make sure the mics pick this up. So everyone listening at home, finish your beers. Cheers. Ancient robots. Ancient robots. Yeah. So we have ancient robots, but God damn it! <laughs> but at least this time we have the creators of ancient robots. 
Oh, they're still around. They're not still around. But we know but who they, they are. they were people, and right. they have a story. Oh, okay, okay, okay. In the course of their research of these ancient Thran, these ancient robot-building peoples... Yep. Uh, Urza discovers what he would call the Caves of Koilos, which is a very Greek-looking word. K-O-I-L-O-S. Yep. Yeah. Can confirm. Uh, it, it's an ancient word for secret. Can you see my cross right now? There we go. Oh, your cross. I thought you said crotch. I was like, no, no Peter. Um, so they find uh, what he would call the Caves of Koilos, which is actually a uh, land card in Magic the Gathering. What color? Is it it's black co- or red? Uh, it's actually any color you want it to be. White? Uh, no, it's any color you want it to be. Okay. If you if you want it to be white. It's, I, I'm trying to remember right now. I think it's... I didn't know there were colorless cards in Magic. There are. Ooh. Eldrazi uh, specifically operate with colorless mana so there's there's not only you can use uh colorless mana to just pay for uh any costs and we're getting like really into the weeds here but yeah whenever you you summon a creature there's a mana cost on your your planeswalker yeah they have like so if i recall what a mana excuse me what a magic card looks like it's a sick picture of some sort of sick monster yeah and then there's its name Mm -hmm. uh some flavor text from a fake person who encountered it once yeah. And then there's the mana cost top right, top right, where it has like a color and a number next to that, and that's how many yeah. lands or like pictures of... You You need so many scenic photos to yeah. summon a dinosaur. Exactly. Because it needs to live on these scenic photos. And, well, the scenic... That's, that's the layman version, yeah, at least. Yeah. The scenic photos are, are, are called lands. Yes. And it's literally like you're summoning energy from the planes. Right. So you're a planeswalker and you're summoning uh, energy from you need, the plane that you're on. Bob Ross is just like... And, put a happy dinosaur yeah. right here. <laughs> and uh, there's uh, plains, uh, islands, swamps, uh, mountains, and uh, forests. Mountains red, I know that. Mountains red, forests are green, swamps are black, islands are blue, and plains are white. And each one basically corresponds to a theme. So, uh, Bird people are white, I know that, I've seen that. A, a lot of birds are white, a lot of birds are blue too, seabirds. Okay, yeah. So, and then you, you end up getting, like, the mixes of the two, and there there's a whole storyline where there's guilds, so that's the Azorius guild, is white-blue, uh, and they basically say, like, oh, we're the best, and then uh, yeah. gu- guild packs, gu- that's a whole other storyline that I almost just embarked on. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, like... Lore Boys Podcast, now five and a half hours long. Yeah, so yeah. mountains, which are red, are, like, fire. Like, volcanoes and, and shit. A, a lot of the spells are, like, direct damage, like, fireball, deal damage to this creature or this... Uh, player. Okay. okay. Uh, whereas white is like healing spells. And, Do you have and green is like uh, gain your, your forest. So you're like, oh, wild growth, gain more land, gain more mana, really fast. That makes sense. Big yeah. Creatures. Um, yeah. Do you have uh, life points as a yeah planeswalker? You and there's different modes you can play, but the all the basic one on one modes. So are, that system's kind of like Yu Gi Oh. You have 20 health. Okay. Uh, and all creatures have a power and a toughness. Um, different oh, spells, shit, different that's true at the deal. bottom, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can deal different damage. The only magic card I ever owned, I remember, was called the Craw Worm. And it was like... Never wait of it. Craw Worm, it's a legless dragon. I don't know, it's a green card. Nice. Yep. I like it. Uh, I assume it's worm with a U because that's how they spell worm. It's W. Uh, yeah, it's either W U or W Y because I know that's the way to spell like a dragon worm, like Hobbit wise. I know that. Oh, if it's legless, I was thinking it has no legs. Who knows? Yeah. Um, crunch at me. Yeah. <laughs> crunch get, at us. Get us. We'll find it somewhere. 
Uh, so I yeah, might still have it in a drawer somewhere. The two brothers find these uh, caves of Koilos. Right. Uh, they enter the cave and they find out it's filled with Thran artifacts. So the archaeological find of a lifetime. Nice. Uh, on a pedestal, Urza and Misha find a stone. Uh, when they pick it up, it comes apart into two halves, what would come to be known as the Might Stone and the Weak Stone. Uh, Urza took the Might Stone and Misha took the Weak Stone, and each brother coveted the stone of the other. So they both were like, I, I can do more in my research if I have both halves of the stone. Give me your half. Yeah. Like, older brother Urza, Urza was like, I have the Might Stone. Give me your little Weak Stone. Give me stone. your Bitch Stone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Misha was like, fuck you. I hate you. You're, you're just like Tracy. And then, uh, <laughs> and so he, he wanted to, to hold on to his, and he wanted Misha's Might Stone. Uh, so this is basically what's called a Power Stone. Okay. Which these ancient robots like were, the were Dreamcast by. game? Uh, I suppose. Yes. I mean, the, yes. This, this is improv. Yes, and. Yes, uh, and. Yes, and it's also. So, in the context of the game, a power stone uh, produces colorless mana. So, all these, okay. all these robots in game are referred to as uh, artifacts. Okay. So any any robot or machine, no matter how old or how new, is referred to as an artifact. Uh, a magic card has the cost up in the top right corner. Yes. And a lot of them, like you said, have a picture of a color and then a picture of a number. Yes. Artifacts just have the number. So that means it can be paid with any color uh, of mana, okay. including so colorless they're, mana. They're only powered by magic, basically. Yeah, exactly. Uh, excuse um, me. All right. Like, magic of any form will get them going. Cool. Uh, whereas a lot of like, if they've you're, got many fetishes, that's and, it. Like, anything will get them going. That's it. If you're summoning a bird, you need specifically the white mana or the blue yeah. mana. Wheat. Uh, but if you're just trying to power up a robot, you just hit it with white. You hit it with blue. You hit it with black. Right. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and the Aldrazi are some of them are powered specifically by colorless mana. You need at least some like untainted oh, source okay. to summon them. Okay. 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 Yeah. So uh, on this pedestal, they find uh, this power stone that breaks into two di- two different pieces: the might stone and the weak stone. So it's it's weak as in W E A K, right? Yeah. Like it's the pussy stone. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like one one produces like a strong magnetic force, the other produces the weak magnetic force. You know. Okay. Uh, so it's like a positive negative polarity, but they're presented as like strong and weak. It's it's literally just like Urza just named them, and oh, okay. whether or not it's coincidence that he named his the might stone and Urza's the, or Misha's the weak stone. Sounds like he's got he an does. agenda. He's got the big brother uh, uh, issue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a word that I'm looking for there that I missed. Complex. Complex. That's there exactly the one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got the big brother complex. He's got that uh, big brother thing yeah, that maybe you would have a show in or like a sporting event <laughs> complex oh there you, there you, there you, you got it yeah he's the, he's the big brother he's like I got the might stone mine's so much better than yours give me yours it's <laughs> yeah. literally like my older brother so in removing the stones uh, they also unknown to the unbeknownst to them opened a long sealed portal Dang. One, one which leads to another plane called Phyrexia cool and anybody listening right now who has a vague knowledge of Magic the Gathering, but doesn't know the specific specific relationship between Dominaria and Phyrexia, would know what I'm talking about. Phyrexia is a very uh, po- famous plane. Uh, it introduced something called the Infect Mechanic. Okay. So when I said uh, you have a certain uh, HP total. Right. Uh, so if you're playing... Is it like dots? No, it's like a number. Okay. When no, I mean, like, is, is the infect mechanic like dots? Is it damage over time? No, it's uh, much more sinister. So if you're playing Ooh. white, black, uh, or just white, there's a lot of life gain mechanics. Okay. So, so you can kind of stall out the game and just, like, keep gaining life, keep gaining life. Keep okay. gain. There's even some cards which is, like, if you ha- at the beginning of your turn, if you have 40 life, you win the game. 
Really? Yeah. Just like game over. Like you win the game. Um, Fuck. But yeah, I was just about to get really complicated into rules there, but we're not going to go there. Uh, In fact, if a player has any time a creature deals damage to a player uh, with infect damage, and it has infect, for each point of damage, it uh, puts a counter on them. Uh, called a poison counter. Okay. When you hit 10 poison counters, you lose. No matter what, you lose the game. So, like, there there are some decks out there uh, which is, like, you just... You play the game, play the game, play the game. You get a creature out. It could be, like, a 2-2. And then you, like, put something on it that makes it a 10-10. So it's going to deal 10 damage when it hits you. And then you give it haste, and then you just swing in, and it's like, boom, game's over. Holy fuck. Uh, which uh, uh, you can tell I'm not a fan of the infect mechanic, but no, a lot of people are, and I did start playing long after it was over. So, so Phyrexia was a plane created by an evil unknown planeswalker. Hmm. Um, yeah, he pretty much the only thing he's known for is creating the plane of Phyrexia and doing seemingly nothing with it. Okay, um, that's fine. And then he died. Okay, and we never knew his name. Some dude, but good on him. But it does tell us... He uh, created a plane. I mean, that's impressive enough. It does tell us... On its own. That planeswalkers, uh, if they're strong enough, can create planes. Okay. Can create new planes of existence. That makes sense. Basically. Um, but apparently it takes a hell of a lot out of them. Y- yeah. Enough to kill them, I guess. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't specifically say that's what gets sleepy. But Lord Boy's canon. He got a little sleepy. And, and then he never woke up. up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He was just like, no, no, no. Don't worry about me. I'm just gonna lie down for a minute, yeah. <laughs> and then like it's like, oh, I'll come check on you later on, yeah. and then he like opens the, whatever the curtain to his medieval tent. He's like, <laughs> Dad, Dad, and he's dead. That's yeah, it. that's it. He's dead, and he's got like a model train set out. <laughs> like, it's still, like way too detailed. Like you can, like zoom in with a microscope, and like the blades of grass have like individual <laughs> molecules painted on. Like, like, <laughs> it's just like his last, just yeah, the last thing. Just yeah. killed himself. A being of uh, immense power. Just the this, model train. This set. model train. Set, the yeah. planeswalkers are just big dumb nerds. They're like suburban dads. Yeah, <laughs> too much money. Exactly. Fuck yeah. Well, they're like the sweater tied around, or no? It's like the it's like the pastel polo with like the sweater just like draped over the shoulders yeah, like yeah. folded not yeah, yeah. tied on the chest like it's like tennis club people yeah. i'm exactly. picturing like plaid with like uh reading glasses but like on a chain and, oh like, yeah tucked into his pants just 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 reading glasses just just wide enough to yeah. see one thing as he's painting at a time yeah, yeah, exactly exactly, exactly. One word at a time in his Western digest or whatever. Fuck. So, um, <laughs> what's so special about Phyrexia? Ethan, why are we talking about this new plane? Ethan, I don't know. Why are you asking yourself questions? We were talking We were talking about the Dominaria, and now all of a sudden, we're in Phyrexia. Why? Because they discovered a portal to it on the other side of a, the bitch gem and the, and the buff gem. Yeah, by removing these stones. Yeah. So it turns out Dominaria and Phyrexia have... A, a pretty st- a rich history themselves. Yeah. Um, they they get around. Yeah. It all starts with a man, a planeswalker named of course named Yogma. I wrote a blog post about why I hate magic, <laughs> <laughs> and it's because it's always men it's who the are male, the evilest beings in the universe. The male fantasy um, of summoning dinosaurs <laughs> into swamps. Exactly, yeah. yeah I, men only want one thing and it's fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's like a T-Rex in a swamp. T-Rex in a swamp with a vampire conquistador <laughs> on his back. Like, <laughs> Dude, actually, that uh, sounds great. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty good. good. <laughs> vampire conquistador on his back. So magic. Magic. It starts with a white cisgendered male. Lore boys knights. <laughs> it's, it all starts with a white cisgendered male named Yogmoth. 
Well, that's a foreign name. He's that's, he's a that's Italian, I think. No. Yeah, Yogmoth. Yeah, Yogmoth Delella. It's 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 one of my favorite uh, dishes. Yeah, it's like three and a half hours in the oven. But yeah. you, uh, you make a good Yogmoth Delala, you can make anything. So Yogmoth was born in the Thran Empire, oh. some two thousand to five thousand years before Urza was born. Okay, uh, he believed in healing the human body in any way possible, uh, and he was Ooh, one by of- any means necessary is dangerous. It sounds like he was going to create some. F- Fucked up animals. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, maybe. He was one of the first people to claim. People with like praying mantis arms. Just yeah. like, I'm so good. Yeah. <laughs> You're surprisingly close. So, uh, Yogmoth believed in healing the human body in any way possible. Right. And he was one of the first people to claim that illness might be caused by viruses and bacteria and not by evil spirits. Uh, he wanted to heal the human body, but had, predictable. A, but had a thirst for power. And held the belief that he should rule over pretty much everything, giving, given his intellect. He's like, I'm smart boy, let me in charge! Um, didn't, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that, that didn't work so well for him. No. But uh, it didn't really prove his point, talking like that, that he was very smart. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> so in the Thran Empire... Listen to me! Yeah. In the Thran Empire, there was a growing divide. Uh, one side of the divide believed that machines were the future. Uh... These thopters, these dynamos, uh, were the cure for all the plague humanity. Thopters? Thopters is like a, uh, it's a, literally like a flying vehicle. Cool. And it's something they used all the time. They used it to transport stuff uh, later on when we get in, get back to Urza and Mishra. Because one of the first things that they found uh, were these old thopters. Yeah. And one of Urza's first inventions was called an ornithopter. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. And it's just like a modified Doctor for the modern day, and it's thing, it's a yeah. flying machine yeah. that that can be used for war, can be used to transport goods, stuff like that. It's like a little helicopter, like an airplane. Yeah. Um, and uh, why, behold, I have discovered two wheels and a frame. I call it the bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like, it's, it's like in a tomb. Yeah. It's like it's, it's like it's like an ordinary or like whatever the the, the bike with the big wheel. With the big wheel. It's yeah. Like, why the most advanced thing I've ever discovered in my but life? Like carved with ancient runes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Made entirely of limestone. It's like, it's like you're in an ancient Egyptian uh, an ancient Egyptian tomb, and you see all these pictographs like or hieroglyphs on the wall, and then one of them is just a guy on an old timey bicycle with a like, big what wheel. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Behold, in, it is the promised invention. In every picture. Yeah, exactly. Uh, at varying levels of distance. Yeah. Um, so there was a divide. The one side believed in the power of machines. The other side believed that eugenics was the way to go and that a materialist approach to things uh, like surgery and germ theory was surely the future of humanity. Dang. Uh, so one side was like, oh, uh, machines are the future. The other side was like, let's make humans really fucking cool with eugenics. Um so the believers in machines... Cyborgs or Nazis. Why not just make cyborg Nazis? So, yeah, exactly. Wolfen- the Wolfenstein games are great. Yeah, the Wolfenstein games are, tons are literally... Of, it's an alternate timeline where sh- these two sides agree. They're so good. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. So, uh, Robot Nazis are the, the funnest things to fight. Yeah. So the believers in machinery, known as artificers, uh, were fueled by the nobility. Okay. Because at the time... in Artificer Thran, is a cool name for what I'm assuming is a wizard who makes robots. Yeah. Basically. Okay, cool. Um, there's a lot of really cool names in Magic. There's uh, one guy called uh, Hyromancer. Cool. And Hyro in... Uh, it's like hieroglyph. Does he write to... No, no he's, he's, uh, he's white-colored, so he's all about like justice and healing. Nice. And uh, Hyro in Latin uh, is, is derived from justice. Oh, it's like justice. But uh, these artificers, uh, they're fueled by the nobility because Thran at the time is, is run by machines pretty much. They have all these thopters, you know, that... that, that 
just auto, it's like drones and it's basically like sending all this stuff okay so these artificers who create these machines are like no machines of the future fuck you guys obviously and they have all the money because they've been selling these machines so they have all the power already so they're just this other group is just like well fuck <laughs> like fuck yeah. you guys um but there's not much they can do so this nobility these artificers end up ban- banishing a bunch of eugenicists including yogmoth who was on their side right. because he believed in uh, you know Tech- technomancy in viruses and, and bacteria and that's yeah. blasphemy it's evil spirits yeah. that kills people yeah. uh by this robot by this roomba by this roomba okay <laughs> by I this it... roomba keep ward off evil spirits <laughs> <laughs> okay if, if my roomba had like a crystal in it yeah. it's just like, just like yeah. rolled around and got like stuck under the couch because yeah. like fucking dumb crystal was too high yeah um, suck up I was actually, evil spirits I was house. like legitimately afraid because I had to charge mine while leaving but they have like a dumb battery in them okay. I was kind of afraid this morning when I left my house that my Roomba would just catch fire and burn my house down you're a little paranoid with that stuff though because you make me unplug your fourth the fourth plug in a single outlet so I can plug in my, my laptop well I have a hex plug I'm not, bl- you, I'm not blaming you did I'm you unplug my laptop? very cautious I did don't worry no that's true I know you um, after uh, they, they earn Yagmoth's ire obviously he's a narcissist that thinks he should be in charge of everyone and he just got fucking exiled he's like this is not fuck this is not okay <laughs> not I just lost my safe space and this is not okay <laughs> he's inhaling so hard through his nose yeah. right now so uh, after years the leader of the um, after years of exile the leaders of the artificers was wounded uh, in a riot basically a guy came up to him with a broken power stone and like stabbed him Oh, shit. He has, like, shards of a power stone? Yeah, and he contracted an unknown uh, disease, incurable by traditional Thran medicine. Is it a curse because it's a magic rock? Uh, I guess kind of. It's a disease. If, oh. you, if you if you said, is it a curse, Yagamoth would be like, no, curses don't cause diseases. It's definitely something uh, more uh, scientific than that. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. So, you know, yeah. it's like... Like, magic is just undiscovered science kind of thing. Right. So, that's fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, at the behest of Rebek, uh, Glacian is the, the head of the, the leader of the Artificers. His wife uh, goes to the Council of Elders, or she's on the Council of, Council of Elders, and uh, they recall the lead eugenicist, Yogmoth from exile. Yeah. And they basically say, like, hey, if you cure him, then your exile's over. Yeah. You've, hey. You've proven your worth to society. You can come home. Maybe you did all that weird shit. Uh, but... Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, he comes back. He ultimately diagnosed it as uh, phthisis, which is a degenerative and purportedly contagious disease induced by power stone radiation. So, oh, dang. These power stones are radioactive. He got stabbed by it. And he basically got radiation sickness, but it's contagious, this, this type of, of Did radiation. it make him radioactive in some capacity? Uh, no, it, it made him sick. Uh, he actually uh, cured him to some level. He didn't go back to full health, and he eventually ends up going completely mad. Uh, good. There's a good argument that it's because of that. Yeah, chemo is not perfect. No, that's it. it makes you nauseous. Uh, Sometimes it makes you go crazy, yeah. I guess. So word of the diagnosis was met by skepticism by the elite. They, were, they all scoffed at it. Oh, no. Machines are perfect. <laughs> Nothing that you, you buy from us could possibly hurt you. Smoke <laughs> <Yeah>. this cigarette. <laughs> Here, drive this, this fossil fuel car. Um, <laughs> Classic so, elites. Uh, they, many, all, many of these elites uh, seem to possess an innate resistance to the disease. So it is possible that some people can be resistant to it. Okay. Uh, in particular, Glacian himself even after being healed by Yogmoth, refused to trust him. And Thysis, uh, in this uh, 
utopia almost uh, powered by power stones right was pretty widespread so uh this widespread phthisis was uh particularly true of the low class go figure they're the ones probably building oh, okay. the yeah, machines yeah, yeah. yeah uh they're labeled the untouchables they got the yeah something something close something something can be very good like black lung yeah sort of Exa- exactly if it were contagious robot magic and if it were contagious right if okay. you got near someone with a black lung and, okay. like, they okay, gave okay. you the black lung so um they're they're labeled the untouchables they're crowded into a series of caves below the city and critically below the machinery responsible for producing power stones. They were crowded into a series of caves below the city and critically below the machinery responsible for producing power stones. Okay. So uh, it is like magic black lung. Yeah, exactly. Blagic well, lung. No, it's they got sick, then they got shoved into a mine shaft. Oh, then it excuse gets sick me. from right, the right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. So they were they were leper colony sort of yeah. sort of shit or a bit of both they 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 got shoved into the mine. if you if you got sick with thysis you basically right. got sent down there right like uh like to Ma- is it maui no uh molokai uh oh you mean the actual leper colony yeah molokai i think it is i have no idea um and then down there there's just more machines all powered by power stones and you probably just get more sick you'll never okay. get better okay. you go down there and are they do you have robot butlers who are just like exuding sickness radiation sort of thing yeah okay <laughs> exactly. yeah, yeah. so uh their forced exposure <laughs> god damn it <laughs> their forced exposure to heavy power stone radiation helped incite outrage against the ruling class and led to a series of further riots so like okay so there's a good chance that that the guy who stabbed him uh stabbed glacial glacian with a uh, broken power stone probably was one of these untouchables yeah. just found a, blo- a broken power stone laying around was like fuck you i'm gonna show you what it's like uh, but he's like, oh no, we can. There's a guy who can cure this who we exiled. We'll just summon him back to cure <laughs> me. No problem. <laughs> um, so, uh, throughout this period of unrest, Yogmoth uh, expands his influence through a combination of political maneuvering and genuine th- Thran artifice. So, this okay. guy is a genius, and he's like straight up producing like amazing machines capable of amazing things. And he's probably, you know, curing a lot of these untouchables and, you know, like being a champion of the common man and he basically uh gets his place like shortly after being exi- like coming back from exile he gets his place on the council and fucking everything no problem you know okay decent little trotsky we have here yeah exactly so after his return another planeswalker die fed uh approaches glacian for an audience uh glacian the lead artificer right yeah, yeah. and die fed is this new planeswalker who, who wants to go see him so she knows that uh glacian had a latent planeswalker spark he has the potential to be a planeswalker, but he hasn't had that event in his life that's made him that yet. And Too cushy. being stabbed with a power stone didn't do it. Oh, okay. so there's it, something worse is it has to happen. It has apparently. to happen for him to come. He got stabbed. He's like, nah, bitch, and then it's like flexed yeah. and snapped the power stone in half. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sweet. I, I kind of like it because it's like maybe there's some people who are born with a spark who just never become a planeswalker. You know? Oh, because their 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 lives are too good. Not even. Not like. It, or just not traumatic be, enough, I guess. And it also seems to be different people have different layers on like how traumatic it needs to be. Well, people you have know? different because like because trauma is inherently personal. Like yeah, no, some, something that upsets me or something that upsets you is is entirely subjective. Jace Bellerin so from the Origins, one of the five from the Gatewatch in the Origins storyline. Right, yeah, he's, he's the blue guy. So in the Origins story, story there's uh, one planeswalker for each color. Okay, and Jace is the blue guy, and he was literally bullied in mage school and that triggered his planeswalker spark right so and this guy got stabbed with a power stone and like didn't do it <laughs> uh so who knows but uh this i know di- which horse i'm betting on this die fed goes to glacian uh because she knew that glacian had recognized a theory 
by which an entire plane could be mapped to the interior of a power stone. So there's so much power in these oh, things, they damn. think they can create a plane inside one of these. So and, you, and you can, can you engrave an entire universe, or is that like a... A plane is, as far as we can tell... A door? A world. Okay. Like It's, it's like a one-planet system, it almost seems like. Each plane has one specific theme, and it's it's never really mentioned that they go to space or anything like that, or they see other planes like out in space. Okay, it's just you seem to travel to another planet, or they're not round, and it's literally just like you go to a plane and it's you know flat to infinity, but of the same the same theme, like the theme runs throughout. Okay, so they think that they can map one of these uh, specific themed places it's inside consist- of the power stone. It's consistent. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Glacian uh, rejects Dyfed. Like I said, he was still uh, he still didn't trust Yogmoth. Okay, and he thinks that Dyfed wasn't was working for Yogmoth. He think that he thinks that she came to him because Yogmoth sent her. Uh, so Dyfed, uh, after she gets rejected by Glacian, goes to Yogmoth and says like, "Hey, this guy was curious that <laughs> my questions about mapping a power, uh, mapping a plane into the inside of a power stone was because of you. So I want to talk to you about maybe mapping <laughs> yeah, 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 a plane okay, to the yeah. inside of a power stone." So Yogmoth enlists her help in locating an unpopulated plane to do some tests with. Unpopulated as in it's just like a rock planet, or as an unpopulated, there's no intelligent life. It's all like there's no society yet. Bugs. That's it, or not even necessarily bugs. It could be lifeless, but you know, uh, not like there's not going to be people that resist them coming and taking over. It's an empty lot as far as intelligent life is concerned, right? And uh, planeswalkers can. Um, through magic and sheer force of will, enslave planes to their own means. Sweet. As long as there's not too much intelligent life there. So an empty plane is like much easier to enslave yeah, to your yeah, own yeah. means. And if, you it's have, all, if it's all bugs. That's it. Then you basically have like like a lot more control in your own domain, you know? Okay. Yeah. Um, I you go, to, you go to a house party at somebody else's place, you get in a fight. Maybe you don't win. You go right. to a house party at your own place... You know, you know where you hit all the guns. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. You know where your bazooka is. You win that fight. Back in the toilet bowl, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Under the lid. Uh, so he... Ta- taped to the underside of the lid. Exactly. Toilet, like, an entire <laughs> RPG. <laughs> uh, so they find a plane uh, covered in mechanical life, and Yogmoth soon bends it to his will. Cool. This plane is Phyrexia. Hey. So we've, we've come full circle in the mini circle inside our big circle story going on right now. Right. So for everyone, everyone listening at home, we're check talking off, about Urza and Mishra. Check off the box. They found a portal to a plane called Phyrexia. Yep. And now we're doing the origin story of Phyrexia, a little Tarantino in the middle of this this story about Urza and Mishra. But we're back. Where we explain Phyrexia. We're not quite back yet oh. because Phyrexia has still got to get... We're not back. Phyrexia still got to get some context to it, right? Yeah. So uh, while Yogmoth and Dyfed were searching for this plane... While they were looking, they're they're plane hopping. They're going place to place, looking for a good. They're re, they're 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 house shopping, planning their hardest. Basically, Dyfed yeah. is a real estate agent. She's a realtor, right? And Yogmoth is looking for a new flat. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. She's like, how about this one? He's like, mm, the sun's a little hot in this one, don't you think? And she's like, oh, well, yeah. I mean, like, well, I got I, we understand, but like <laughs> the last people who planed walk here, well, just they raised their kids here, and their kids all got great tans. Well, like, no, I don't know if I want to live so close to a school. The school bells really bring me back, and I'm not sure I like that. No. Um, I got to figure out what that lady looks like because the realtor <laughs> thing is a good idea. Yeah. So um, while they're they're off a house house hunting, uh, an alliance forms on Dominaria. They accused Yogmoth of masterminding a number of spe- suspicious plagues which broke out during his exile. Suspicious plagues. Uh, which he absolutely did. 
Okay. So when Yawgmoth was exiled, he did like a bunch of fucked up shit. He okay. captured an elven priestess and her train, uh, injected them with a virus, like or infected them, sorry, with a virus, and then basically held them ransom with the cure. He said like, oh, if you guys give me like this, like oh, then I'll um, then I'll give you the cure for it. They give they gave him the money, and he just like peace. He's like whatever, just ghosted him. Um, there's a couple other ones. He's a bad boy. No, he is. He like He's inf- a bad he infected an entire uh, kingdom of people with this deadly virus just because he could. So he's not a good boy. He's that's, a son of a bitch. That's for sure. That's a son of a bitch right there. Uh, so they threatened action against the government. This alliance was basically like... A, a, it wasn't government-sanctioned, if you will. Okay. Uh, they threatened action against the government, the council, if Yawgmoth wasn't removed from power. So the council has a vote, and uh, it's like just... It's like five to four... In favor of Yogmoth saying, Yogmoth is on the council, so he voted for himself. Oh, no kidding! And Rebek, because um, she she held a, a debt of gratitude to him because she he, he healed her husband, right? And her yeah. husband was there, and he felt the debt of gratitude. He had to do okay. it too. So he stays, and then right after he stays, uh, Yogmoth says like, "Oh, I know there's going to be a civil war because the alliance was threatening civil war, basically." Yeah. Uh, he says, "I know there's going to be a civil war." So Dyfed take all these take all the other members of the council, transfer them to another plane. So he just like straight up like Julius Caesar uh, declares martial law, takes over everything, and it's just like busts out to another universe. Uh, no, he busts everyone else out to another universe. Oh, okay. Everyone else that was in charge is now gone. Now he's the only one left there. Okay, so did he transport them to another plane and then close the door back? Kind yeah, of? exactly. And he, oh, and he was okay. like, oh, it's for your own good. There's a civil war coming. You have to say, you're the future of this plane. You have yeah, to yeah, save, yeah. save. And it's just like a, a big old load of shit. Uh, as we know, he's a narcissist that thinks he should rule everything, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, then he opens a portal to Phyrexia in the caves below the capital, where all the untouchables are. Right. And says like, hey, everyone, uh, there's a civil war coming. Everyone can come here. I'll cure your thysis, and I'll, I'll, I'll make you all safe and, and good and happy and there's all sunshines over there and everything's gonna be good um, look how green my grass is on this other side here sort of thing does, yeah, he, exactly. does he just kill everybody exactly uh, he said there's no power stone radiation there uh, he slaughtered them all right okay he, good he, he, he I was used, right he used their parts to create what are what was known as Phyrexian horrors so Phyrexia is this super like uh, Dr. Frankenstein's like just cyborgs, but like really like steampunky cyborgs. Oh, okay, so very when, poorly. When you, when you said guys with like uh, praying mantis arms, like yeah, but like metallic or robotic praying mantis arms. You know cool. what I mean? Cool. And these are the guys that deal infect damage because they're all like horrors, and they're all kind of moldy. Yeah, they're all like rotting and like all right, cool. Like not not good stuff. I like that. That's uh, neat. Yeah. So he destroyed the Thran. Uh, the Thran Alliance came after him, and there was like a whole war, and he basically beat them back at like every every attempt. Okay. Uh, he eventually summoned a killing mana cloud. Uh, he a out, killing mana cloud. Like yeah, he summoned a cloud of like this deadly mana that just destroyed. Like there was two armies and just killed every single person there. Cool. Other than him. Uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, it's weird that this is a card game. There's yeah, a, I know. I feel like there's a lot you miss out on having We're not just, just being able to like know, yeah. see or play it. But talking to a lot of Magic fans, like they're into it. If, if you like Magic, you really, really like Magic. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. so many of them know these stories. Already, well, like the know? room we're in right now was like Jesse's room, mm-hmm. and he was, you know, he's still he, super. He has a YouTube magic. channel. Yeah, about exactly. It, right? He does have a YouTube channel about uh, Magic. Check out yeah. Team Turn Three. Team Turn Three. Um, so Rebic. 
who's been with Yawgmoth this, this entire time. She she didn't get exiled because she voted for him. Right. Uh, so she's been kind of with him, but she kind of sees, like, this is fucked up. So as a final act of defiance, she seals the portal using a power stone, uh, which Urza and Mishra then find. Okay. Oh, okay, right. We're still in the intermediate past. Yeah. Right. But okay. now, uh, now we've, yeah, now yeah, we've yeah, closed yeah, yeah, that yeah. circle, too. So, so the, there was the young boys who... So now you have some Papa context. was just like, go here. Yeah. Okay, this whole thing led into this go. power stone, which is the reason what is... I remember you... Fuck. <laughs> you warned me this was going to be dense. Yeah. And it is a lot to take yeah. in after working all day and then drinking. <laughs> but no, now I, I do get it. I That's do get it. it. Like, so, if I get it, and you at home currently don't get it, you're an idiot. It get- <laughs> <laughs> It just it gives it gives some significance to the stone and why it's that, there. That stone and that portal that they opened when they right. opened when right. they took those okay. stones. Took back to the might stone and the weak stone. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, the portal Bluff to, to Phyrexia is open, and they're not aware of it. Opti- op- Optimus stone, Megatron stone. Yeah. So the brothers, uh, after they found the stones, like way back present day, yeah, uh, they went on with their lives. Uh, okay. Urza went to uh, Yoda. Uh, which is a city called Yoida, and he became the chief artificer there. It was literally uh, the chief artificer at the time held a contest where he had a giant green statue, and he said, if anybody can move this, like the Statue of Liberty big, he's okay. like, if anybody can move this, you can have my daughter's hand in, in marriage, and you're like next in line to be the chief artificer kind of thing. How hot was she? Uh, apparently not very. Urza mm. built a machine to move the thing, and then like... Did she marry the machine? No, she married, she married him. Dang. I think that would be funny. It's <laughs> just, <made laughs> just like a cruel joke. Yeah, yeah. It's just like your oh, machine did it, not you. Fool. Any, any at all who could move this machine, and, but no, because you said I was like, "Is she hot?" And you said, "Not really." I was just like some homely princess <laughs> of, of 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 like shitty birth, where she's kind yeah. of like little double chin. She's got like a very a mole with yeah. a very very dark hair on yeah, yeah. it, sort of thing. And then some guy was just like, "Oh, to be a sassy." To be a sassy fantasy boy, yeah. I'm going to just build a robot, and then the robot does it, and he, she's like, "Oh, my prince!" He's yeah. like, "No, no, the robot did it," and then like <laughs> the robot marries her. Oh yeah, that's good. Like but, if somebody married like a caterpillar excavator, <laughs> <laughs> those big yellow things that dig big holes. There's a there's a good bit on of British television where there's two women who are sexually attracted to amusement park rides. And they okay. go to this old abandoned amusement park, and there's, I, I was watching this like this news clip on it, and the girl is like, she's underneath, it's like abandoned, and she's underneath the ride, and there's still all this hydraulic grease around, and she's just taking the grease, and she's just like rubbing it wait, all over her wait face. This is, this is a bit? No, this is like a real thing. These women are like serious. What? Like, uh, don't kink shame. <laughs> Everyone has their fetish. That's fine. And I guess for some people... Abusement bark rides. And maybe for some woman in Thran, it was a machine that could move a giant green statue. Okay. But for this other this other poor girl, she was actually pretty keen on Urza. And Urza like completely ignores her and he's just like, I only I only cared about being chief artificer. Yeah. Uh and just like like their wedding night he left to go like work on more designs for like different Thran dynamos. Did she bang the best man at least? I mean 
I mean, it, does, it doesn't say that in the wiki, but Laura Boy's Candy, yeah, Laura she Boy's did. Candy, she totally did. Yeah, she did, and good yeah. for her. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, you know. yeah, it's an arranged marriage with a love, uh, arranged loveless marriage. Like, good for her. Get some girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fuck somebody who <laughs> fuck get, somebody who cares. Get you a man. Get you a best man who fucks you right. Yeah. Is 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 Laura Boy's advice on <laughs> arranged marriages? Everyone out there, everyone out there listening, fuck, arra- someone, fuck someone who cares. Yeah, yeah. No, just everyone listening. Fuck, fuck someone who cares. And, fuck someone who cares. And yeah. if you can't find someone, be like me. I care about myself. Fuck yourself. Yeah, but just that's it. <laughs> Everyone out there listening, I'll oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, so he well, so well, well, well. Oh, fuck yourself. Well, okay. Sorry. Fuck yourself. I thought you were saying well, and then we're comma. gonna like, follow that up with no. something. <laughs> fuck yourself, comma well. Okay. This is like no, no, know thyself. Do do good fuck. Yeah, exactly. Do good do fuck good with fuck. you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, all this to say, like Urza was obsessed with making machines and being super powerful and all this stuff um while he when while he's doing that becoming chief artificer of the city of yoida uh, his brother mishra moves to the desert land with the falaji people where he was an advisor to the ruler there okay so shortly after the two brothers go their respective ways uh all this infighting and sneak attacks and double crossing starts to occur between the two kingdoms so they obviously both still want the other one's stone Mishra wants still the, the might stone and Urza still wants the weak stone okay uh, they, they, these things have kind of become like the, the focal point of a lot of their discoveries and right. Urza's like I could build a machine that could move 10 statues of liberty if I only had the weak stone as well um, so this this like very quickly evolves into like a full out war between the two nations oh god uh, and this if you'll remember this story is called the brothers war so. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, we're finally there <laughs> oh um, so an increasingly elaborate set of machines developed by the two brothers begin to fight on either side and the war slowly spirals so out so we have control. like a straight up magic robot war there, yeah this uh, is like drone fighting it's pretty legit this is war in, in 15 years you know what I mean cool like, <laughs> cool it's pretty legit because there's only like, two people involved, but it's just like the robot casualties were just like <laughs> the robot unfathomable. Casual- My people died in their millions. <laughs> I do not care, for I am not programmed to care. <laughs> uh, the war continued for decades until the fateful day Ar- the fateful day at Argoth, which is a city, uh, the city where Urza and Mishra were born. Yeah, uh, when the brothers met face to face at the head of their armies. Urza discovered uh, there that Mishra had been corrupted by the Phyrexian influence, slowly turning himself from a man into a living machine. Oh, were you the magic cyborg? So they haven't been fighting face-to-face all this time. They've just been sending their robots, and after all these years, decades, the two brothers finally meet, and he sees, like, his younger brother is seriously just, like, like, grafting pieces of machinery onto, like, fucking tractor parts onto himself. Cool. To become, like, more powerful because he was corrupted by this Phyrexian portal. So he's, like, shuffling mm-hmm. farm equipment. Yeah, exactly, okay, exactly. Cool. Way back when they, they first opened this portal. Yeah, they grabbed all right. It in the caves of Corlos. So Urza responded... Is he possessed by, like, a ghost from the other portal? Because... It's not not explicitly. Okay. Kind of the... Uh, but it the inspiration corrupted him. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It, it, yeah, like, yeah. it seems like he had, like, a vision of the other side when the portal opened. Right. And never never went to therapy about it, never talked to anybody about never it. told his mom. He just repressed it, you know? And, yeah. Well, well, his mommy was dead. And he right. He tried to tell his stepmom. She's Excuse going, me. Quit complaining, you little bitch. She's like, shut the fuck up. We've all seen planes into other dimensions with Phyrexian horrors. <laughs> We've all been there. Deal with your shit yourself. Keep that shit bottled up. And now he's she a was cyborg. A, Tracy was a bad stepmom. Yeah, now he's a cyborg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If your stepkids turn out to be cyborgs, <laughs> you did something wrong. You did something wrong. You did something yeah. very wrong. Not like horrific cyborgs. Because like in magic, when you have a magic card, right. 
You have the name at the top. You have the cost in the top right. Yep. Uh, you have the flavor text, like you said. Right. Uh, you also have a line, which is the type. So you can have a creature, or you can have an instant spell, oh, or a right. sorcery yeah, spell, yeah, or you yeah, have yeah. a planeswalker. Uh, and all creature spells have a subtype. So these Phyrexian horrors, their subtype is horror. Okay. Like, like literally, they're so horrific that they're classified as horrors because they're, they're just a bunch of like meat and metal just like slammed together. In yeah, the kind exactly. Of, like, in the worst possible way. Person. Yeah, like okay. somebody did it in a barn. That's okay. what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. All right. Like every single one. Like of a barn them, with right? gaps in it, or like Maybe a dungeon I mean, like, of a the, castle. You know those barns? You dr- you drive through the country, like you know, like on the south shore. Yeah. yeah. Well, those like those barns that have like. They're made of very gray wood that have very clear yeah. gaps between Barn all the boards. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm, exactly. That sort of shit? That's where they're made. Okay. Yeah. But a robot and also With, like, a rusty chains hanging from the rafters. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what those chains were used for? Exactly. Exactly. Good God. Um, so, Urza respond to this with the frightening force of what's called the Golgathian Silex, which I won't get into too much. The Silex was an ancient artifact of immense power. So, throughout, okay. throughout all their... their, their uh, being archaeologists and all that there's actually somebody else who found it and then uh got captured by mishra's forces or one of mishra's generals and then uh he had to turn over the artifact and the artifact switched hands again but we'll skip all that bit of the story because we'll it's not that it. interesting uh for another uh, day yeah exactly or if it's not that interesting maybe yeah, never. Yeah, never again yeah <laughs> it uh, happened it, it happened it switches but... hands a couple times but urza ends up with it and like it was basically like a nuke that like neither of them wanted to use okay and urza sees like what his brother has transformed into and sees these phyrexian forces like arrayed against them and is like we can't fucking i don't know what to do about this so he decides to activate this thing uh, the Silex Blast was one of the most tra- traumatic events in Dominarian history. It slaughtered both armies, blasted the landscape for miles around, sank the subcontinent Argoth, Holy shit. and altered weathered patterns for centuries, leading to an ice age. Cool. So there was there was Holy a fuck. there was a block expansion uh, called Ice Age, which was like a lot of snow themed stuff, and like this is what fucking set it off was like <sighs> this fucking blast. Uh, it also activated Urza's Planeswalker Spark. Turning him into a fully fledged okay, so okay, so with so the ability the, to play the ice age was traumatic enough. The, nu- or, or the was nuclear it nuking? blast. Nuking. Oh, okay, the yeah, nuclear yeah, blast okay. was enough. Okay, his brother Misha was killed by the blast, so it never oh, became a fully fledged cyborg boy. Yeah, cyborg yeah, boy yeah, was cy- killed by cy- the cyborg boy died. Uh, Urza actually goes like a little bit crazy after the fact for a while, and is like obsessed with turning back time. Okay, uh, there's like a couple sets called like Time Spiral and like things like that, which involves a lot of Mishra or uh, Mishra, sorry, Urza, just trying to figure out a way to turn back time to like save his brother and like go back to the you know the Might Stone, the Weak Stone. Yeah, and say, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, so let's he, not open he the portal. killed his brother and then was guilty. Yeah, he felt guilty oh, about yeah. it. Yeah, uh, Urza, Fair, Urza realized after he destroyed his brother, Misha had been com- completely corrupted by the black mana from Phyrexia. Uh, Pushed him to it, this pushed Urza also to uh, begin his lifelong hunt for retribution against Phyrexia and its demonic ruler Yogmoth. Okay, so um, that's the brothers' war, and then there's like a ton more story about Urza where he's just going after Yogmoth. Yogmoth is probably the most well-known antagonist in Magic: The Gathering. Is he a planeswalker? No, he's a he, demon. No, Yogmoth is a planeswalker. Okay. Uh, demons. I don't th- even think demon is a uh, like a thing in Magic: The Gathering. Okay. Um, there's there's planeswalkers, and he's probably it's like between him and Nicol Bolas, the guy who corrupted all the Egyptian gods. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. the dragon planeswalker. Uh, the, the bad guy from Stargate. Yeah, but Yogmoth is probably like the most well-known antagonist from uh, Magic the Gathering, and Ur- Urza is one of the, the 
most well-known protagonists okay. from Magic the Gathering. Okay. Uh, and that's basically, like, his origin story. And this is why, like, they, they butt heads so much. Okay. Because, like, Yogmoth got uh, banned from Thran, and Thran earned his ire. And now uh, Urza's realized that uh, his brother's death was because of Yogmoth and Phyrexia and that corrupting influence. Right. And says, like, oh, you've earned my ire now. So now we have these two titans going at it. Cool. And I think that's where we'll end. I don't know really? how long we've been recording for. Me neither. Check it. But. Check her out. Uh, that's a good spot to stop. Because I mean, that was a good, that, that was a good point because I'm yeah. like into, I'm into it now. Yeah. I, I know I didn't say much like recently. <laughs> it's. I mean, those last couple of minutes got real, dude. Nuke's gone off. He sank a subcontinent, exactly. which I think is fucking wicked. Crazy. Uh, started an ice age. Get fucked, Ecuador. And, and he fucking survived. <laughs> Get fucked, Ecuador. <laughs> uh, he survived it because he's fucking a place where he's just like, oh, this made me stronger. Because he was, like, outside, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holy fuck. Well, usually it's like um, when someone's planeswalker spark uh, uh, activates, it's like they get transported to another plane. So it's like so the, the planeswalkers exist like innately outside of the thing they control. So like homeboy who has all the vampire conquistadors who ride dinosaurs, maybe uh, sees it like top down sort of thing. Um, or is he around on the battlefield? I mean the the dinosaur or vampires are interesting. There's this whole family of dinosaurs, or dinosaurs. I keep saying dinosaurs. Whole family whole, of dinosaurs. Whole family of dinos. Uh, <laughs> that, that would be great. We got Rodney Dangerfield. We got uh, <laughs> no, but there's this whole family of vampires called the Markovs. Uh, <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. <laughs> All the what? From where back? I know. No, it's uh, we discussed this before. I know. That's, Which that's, one? It's was a callback. It was John Goodman. Oh, John Goodman. John Goodman and, was a T Rex and fucking we're back. And so was Rodney Dangerfield. Which one was he? I don't know. I know Rodney Dangerfield was in We're Back, though. Man, I love We're Back. <laughs> uh, hey, come on. I was, I was a dinosaur. Come on. Uh, that's my Rodney Dangerfield. I get no dinosaurs. No, no dinosaurs. No dinosaurs. No respect. <laughs> no respect. He was in The Simpsons. He played Mr. Burns' son. Yeah, he did. That was yeah. a great episode. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, there's Bur- this, it's there's called this... Burns Baby Burns. Yeah. yeah. There's a family of vampires called the Markovs, and they're all planeswalkers. Okay. And... Um, I get. I won't jump into it now. But there's this really cool scene where uh, this is the Eldrazi story, where they're looking at what happened, and like one of the Markovs just got fused with his like stone house. Ooh, so like this okay. planeswalker is literally just like fused in stone, and like in his house, which the manor got shattered, and all the pieces are still like floating from uh, like latent magical energy. I imagine something way cooler. Than I'll, that. I'll show you the picture. The, the art. I mean, the artwork of Magic: The Gathering is so way better fucking, than mine. So fucking cool. There's so many cool pieces. <laughs> I know it's so. Noah good. Bradley is my it. my all time favorite Magic: The Gathering artist. And before I ever got into the card game, I found him. I don't even know how. And he's been my backgrounds, my desktop backgrounds for okay, yeah. as long as I can fucking remember. <laughs> yeah, One yeah. of his fucking pieces has always been my my desktop backgrounds. So. um Noah Bradley, yeah. crunch at us. That's the Brothers' War okay. from uh, Magic: The Gathering. I like it. I like it. It for me though, it kind of feels too much like a book where I'm not. It's it's not like when we do like game lore where I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta go out and play that. Like I'm not yeah. gonna start playing Magic no. now. And honestly, like I mean, the way it works in Magic is like there's the standard rotation. So remember, I said sets and blocks. Uh yeah, four a year. When you and then like two sets per block or whatever. There's two sets per block, yeah. and then there's uh two blocks per year. 
Okay. And there's different formats that you can play in Magic. So how they keep getting you to buy new cards is when you play Standard, which is all the big money tournaments, yeah. you can only play from the last four blocks. Okay. Three or four blocks, depending on... on They basically reset it. Do you still play? Uh, yeah, I still play. Okay. Yeah. I don't play tournaments or anything like that, but... Yeah. FNMs, things like that. Okay. Uh, FNM is Friday Night Magic. Okay. Go, to, go to your local game store, and they have a Friday Night Magic, which is just everybody shows up. You buy three packs for 15 bucks. Do you guys do a... Uh, what's a, What the fuck is that called? It's, it's a... Uh, uh, I know the word. Draft. Draft. That's, That's what Thank Friday you. Night Magic yeah. is. Okay. That's what I was, I was getting at. You buy Everybody buys three packs. You uh, open your three pack Or you open your first pack. You pick a card out of it, and then you pass it to the left. And, okay. And then you... So you get one from the right, you pick another card, and it goes around like that. Yeah. So it's not like... It's not as RNG like, oh, I got one really good pack, I'm going to win this draft or whatever. Right, yeah. It's you pass it around, then you keep the cards at the end of the day. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, no, yeah. A, friend, uh, no, a friend of mine gave... Uh, the, well, like, Sarah, the the my friend who gave me The Witcher 3. Okay. Um, It does... I She did a lot of drafts. I know oh, that she's... She's the one who taught me how to do... Uh, how to do how to play magic it's a fun game and it's not as complicated as i made it seem it can be as complicated as i made it seem because that's if you're playing standard if you're playing like legacy it's like any card for the past uh this is the 25th year actually it was magic was founded in 1993 so 2018 is the 25th year holy shit and um yeah and so if you're playing legacy like you can play like any card from like any set you know Uh, yeah or almost any set so um it's literally you get some like really weird interactions with cards because there were cards like way back in the day that they were like this makes sense and then they're like holy fuck this card is so we broke. made a mistake so there's yeah. a card called uh, the hubris of man there's a card called the black lotus okay i was gonna say is it the black lotus yeah. because i know there's that video that everybody's everybody's seen of the guy with the white gloves yeah opening like he it. unpacks he like it, yeah. a foil black lotus and he's just like <gasps> like the hardest he's ever came in his life going market price for a black lotus is 20 five thousand dollars what yeah that's the going price it costs zero and it gets you three mana which is i mean it's just insane. and that's somehow worth twenty five thousand dollars it's pretty much banned in every format too it's just the rarity of the card it's it's like a collector's thing more okay. than anything at this point uh, uh, well, but it's a really 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 good card it doesn't sound like much three mana is a lot i guess it's it's a really 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 good card so uh card games are all about tempo it's all about establishing something uh, before your opponent, right? So that he's always reacting to what you do. Yeah, you get out on turn. You go first, and you get out three mana on turn one, and play a three cost creature. It's like there's so few things that the other person can do to respond to that, even on turn one. So it's not like turn one. Yeah, they do something, and your three co- your three cost creature kills it or whatever. Right. Yeah. Or just yeah. starts dealing damage, and then on turn two they have to waste their entire turn just dealing with that. When you're getting something else out on turn two. Okay. You know. Um, you actually get a four cost creature out, but it doesn't sound like much. But it's a really it's a it's a way overpowered card. It's banned in almost every single format, and um, it's it is just the rarity of the card, and it's not any black lotus that's worth $25,000 it's a foil it's the foil and yeah. specific prints of the foil okay so yeah. well that's insane but fair it is insane but it's like collectors you know they spend like a million three hundred thousand dollars on a Yo, car dude, a fucking, like, well, there's, a, there's a car. like a CSGO skin that sold this week at time of recording for $61,000 there you go exactly which is insane it is insane if you have like 
I was a bit of a hoarder for a long time. If you have the money, give it to charity. No, Jesus no. Christ. <laughs> well, not ne- not necessarily. Like what I, my point was going to be like, I was a hoarder for a long time where I didn't really spend money on anything except like just booze with my friends. Yeah, yeah. Right? But now I understand like money exists to be spent. If you can spend 61k on a CS:GO skin, I mean, I don't even own CS:GO. Mm. So this is a bit of a stretch for me, but like if you can Spend sixty-one thousand dollars on a CS. Sixty-one k to social programs would do way more yeah, <laughs> for well, the economy. I can imagine for, it'd probably be a hell of a lot. Let's better. not get into it. But that's, that's a deep conversation to get into. Right? Hey, it was let's, his choice, let's right? Wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Pete, what? Where on the internet? If I were looking for you, because I'm always looking for you. What do you? What might I find you? What's the internet? What's the internet? Where am I? You guys smell toast? Um, <laughs> that's a very um, on the Twitter. My historical reference on the Instagram. Oh, okay. Um, on Twitter, I am at Pete O'Donohue. If mm-hmm, you can spell mm-hmm. it, you can find me. Um, I do all of the artwork at uh, loreboys.wordpress.com. Mm-hmm. I do the artwork for a, the lore, a twitch.tv slash loreboys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on Instagram, I'm oldantpeter. Don't follow it. I don't update it anymore. I am pretty much mainly the user the of boys, yeah. uh, the lore boys on Instagram so yeah. that's it so I mostly the artwork goes and everything so. I'm a brand boy that's lore, where the lore boys podcast on Instagram yeah. is lore boys podcast on Instagram yeah, yes yeah. I'm, uh, I'm the brand boy that's it I'm at Ethan the dead man on Twitter I've been getting a lot more into Twitter recently um, but I still don't have any of my my personal friends on there. I'm just friends. That, that's not true. I'm friends with Namdi, but um, that's true. And Pony, but um, yeah, hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on uh, the Lore Boys Facebook. Hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Ethan, um, Ethan the Dead Man again. Uh, and for anyone out there listening who's thinking about getting a Lore Boys Premium Prime, who knows subscription? Lore Boys Quantum Prime. Who cares? Um, exactly subscription. Uh, this week we're offering uh, we're going to give to the first 10 subscribers we're going to have full permissions to uh, print our cards or print our, our likenesses on a on official Magic the Gathering cards yeah now we haven't spoken to Wizards of the Coast none yeah. of these cards will be legal in any format and yeah. you'll have to print them yourself yeah but you have full permission from us only if you become a Lower Boys Premium subscriber. Everybody else who's thinking about printing our faces on a Magic the Gathering card, you you listen to me, mister. You better not. I've got a lawyer. Time out. I don't have a lawyer. I've got a lawyer. I've known a lawyer before. So uh, I think that constitutes a Lower Boys. Lower Boys. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 